WebCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Our guest this morning is Colleen Denny. She is Executive Director of the Carnegie Library of McKeesport. Good morning. Good morning. Did I pronounce your name right? Yes, you did. Okay. And uh, we just celebrated Nationwide National Library Week. And we were talking off the air this morning that uh, you and uh, Mary Rose Bendel, who is the, I believe, Adult Education Programs Director at the library, Really, you're getting pulled in a lot of different directions these days. Yes, we are. Okay, there's a was a lot of things. I was amazed how much uh, you folks packed into one week up there. Yes, between Mary Rose and our uh, teen programmer, Lori Savage, and Vince Delacio, our children's librarian, they had so many events planned. And sometimes the other people had to reschedule and ended up being back-to-back or two things at the same time. So we were all just scattering to cover it all. But, but it was a great time. It's not just National Library Week, though. You've got events going on practically, I, I would s- probably say, five days out of seven up there. Something is going on, and that's that's al- almost standard operating procedure. You all, you've got book clubs. You've got a knitting club that meets up there regularly. You have a current events group that meets regularly. Uh, th- there's a lot of things happening at the Carnegie Library of McKeesport, which also has the branches in where? White Oak and Duquesne. White Oak and Duquesne. Can you give us your, your phone number, first of all, and uh, the website? Sure. It's uh, 412-672-0625. And the website is www.mckeesportlibrary.org. Um, we're going to give that out a couple more times. I know a lot of times people are listening and they're in the car or they're doing something else. Uh, we will give that out again uh, later on in the show. Um um, Colleen Denny is our guest for the half hour this morning. What is the distinction between the Carnegie Library of McKeesport and the Carnegie Library of Pittsburgh? I think a lot of people sometimes don't realize that they are connected but independent of each other. Right. The Carnegie Library of Pittsburgh is its own entity, and it has, I believe, 18 or 19 branches. All of the other libraries in the county are independent of them. So but that includes the Braddock Carnegie Library, Carnegie Library of Swissvale. Uh, there's an Edgewood Carnegie Library. There's libraries all over Allegheny County. Right, and some aren't even Carnegie, Carnegie libraries. libraries. Right. But we're all in a consortium, which means that we all share resources. So anyone living, say, in Mount Lebanon, any resource that they can get, we can get. It's all part of what the Allegheny County Library Association is that what right. it's called? And that's and they call that ACLA. Okay. And um, we all kind of abide by the same same lending policies. We do lend out just about everything to other branches. There are a few things that we leave as uh, local resources. Some places have longer, um, not really longer. Lending periods, but they have maybe unlimited. So the Carnegie Library of Pittsburgh may have unlimited uh, books that you can take out. However, we don't. We have up to 10 books. Uh, I just saw a bill for a person who owed library system over $2,000. Oh, my gosh. This is why we don't have unlimited because we cannot <laughs> afford that in the case <laughs> Carnegie Library of Pittsburgh, however, has 
much more money coming in because they have the referendum and then they have um, much more, many more libraries. They're also the district library, yeah. so yeah. They, they have more responsibility and they get a little more money. But if I go on McKeesportLibrary.org and I look for a particular book or subject, or, or and we should we're going to talk about videos and music as well. Mm-hmm. But and and it's it'll say sometimes um, uh, CLP Southside, or it'll say Mount Lebanon, or it'll say Pleasant Hill. So that item that I want is out at the Pleasant Hills Library, but. We can have you can have it sent to McKeesport in many cases. All you have to do is hit hold. You have your library card in there, and it will be shipped to us within. Usually, it's within three days. We try to say it could be three days to five days to a week. If the shipping center, uh, the operation would break down. Sometimes they get backed up, but normally it's within just a few days. And if it has a hold on it, when it gets checked back in, it goes to the next person. So very popular brand-new items. Sometimes you might wait a little while, but you're on the list. The one thing you don't have to wait for, and I'm going to ask you how this works because I only have really learned about this recently, is the digital stuff, which you really don't have to wait for at all if you have an Internet connection. It's it's amazing. And actually, I'm glad you um, asked me here today because we are now um, starting throughout the county – we are starting a self-registration where if you do not have a uh, library card, you do not have to go into a library to get one. You can self-register from home, and then you will have your card available. Right then, you can start searching for the e-books or the uh, e-music or e-movies. The e-movies is what I didn't really was not aware of at all. Uh, Colleen Denny is executive director of McKeesport, of Carnegie Library of McKeesport. They have three branches, uh, the one on Library Avenue in McKeesport, which is a good place for the library, Library Avenue, uh, mm-hmm. and the other two at the Duquesne Education Center and at Heritage Hills Park in White Oak, 412-672-0625. And McKeesportlibrary.org. We're going to talk more about this whole, it's almost like a Netflix or Amazon Prime service, but it's free to get music and movies. And I had no idea about that until very recently. Uh, But first, I want to ask about you. Uh, Tell me about your story. Where did you grow up at? I grew up in Liberty Borough. I um, went to South Allegheny High School, and then I went to the University of Pittsburgh, received my bachelor's. Started to work and realized I wanted to do more. It was also um, a bad time to be looking for a job. It was a long time ago. I'm not going to say how many years. <laughs> well, but you know what? That's a story that I hear frequently on here is um, people who were leaving high school or college not that long ago around here who had to go usually elsewhere to find work. Right. You know, sometimes not that far away and then sometimes Florida or California. It's kind of for a gener- for there's a whole sort of generation there that had to leave or else it's struggled. It's true. Yeah. And I and I received I decided to go back and get my master's degree and I thought that would be something that I could find a job locally. Mm-hmm. It ended up that um I moved to Ohio mm-hmm. for 6 years and then I um was married and had children and I wanted to be closer to my family so I came back to Pittsburgh. Was your master's in library science? Yes, it is. Okay. So you have worked in libraries more or less since college or? I did. I, I worked um, in uh, libraries in Ohio for six years, and then I came back here. I had my children. I was teaching online for a while, and I uh, decided that I wanted to mostly raise my children and be home for them. When they got home from school, I was able to make dinner and get my sons involved in sports, so taking them to sports and getting them where they needed to go, make sure homework was done. So I was just doing odd jobs, and then I had my own little side business going, and 
then when I saw that the Carnegie Library of McKeesport was uh, hiring, I decided this is my home library. I wanted to be a part of it and thought, why not? I'll apply. And uh, it worked out. I've been there over a year. I'm really um, overwhelmed some days. I'm learning a lot. I don't know everything yet, but I do know um, that I am learning every single day there. Uh, Colleen Denny is executive director of the Carnegie Library of McKeesport, 412-672-0625 or McKeesportlibrary.org. Um, we have to, a break coming up here in a minute or two, but one thing we talk a lot about on this show is careers and career paths. And so that's one of the reasons why I want to ask you a little bit about your story, because what are the career paths for someone who goes and, and sometimes it's called a Master of Information Science. Now they've broadened it out from library science. Yes. Um, what are some of the different careers besides working in a, in a library like you do or being a director of a library like you do? What are some of the career paths? Archivist? Yes, you can. I mean, that's still related to libraries. Yeah. But you can branch out into any management job, really, because yeah. once you work in a library, and um, especially as the director, you've learned all kinds of management skills. Uh, you do project management also, and uh, and so much of this is information. Every yes. so much of everything is information now. It's everything's in a database. Everything's uh, is looking up and retrieving information, and that's what I a think librarian a lot does. Of people really don't um, realize that Google isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Google is just not enough. Excuse I mean, we me. use. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I use Google if I can't think of a song lyric or sure. anything, a book title. I'll use Google, but. You're not always getting the best information with Google, and it and it really does help to learn how to research and how to find the best information that's out there. That's a good place for us to take a pause, and when we come back, let's talk a little bit about some of the services the library provides in terms of searching for helping people search for information, helping them apply for jobs, helping them just to learn how to use a computer, basic skills like internet searching. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is Colleen Denny. She is executive director of the Carnegie Library of McKeesport. They have branches in Duquesne and in White Oak. 412-672-0625 will get you the number for the main branch or the main library. And McKeesportLibrary.org will get you all the other information that you need about the two branch libraries. When we took the break, we were just sort of getting into... Uh, how computers over the last 20 years, well, they've revolutionized everything, right? But they've revolutionized the job of librarians in some ways probably have made them easier, but in other ways they've probably made them harder in that there's a lot more bad, there's so much more good information floating around, but there's also more bad information floating around. That's very true. Do people come to the library sometimes looking to figure out how to sort the good from the bad? And if so, what do you tell them? I think most people assume that when they Google that they're getting the right answer, Mm -hmm. and that's all they need. If I I was a student at this point, I don't know that I would go to the library. I would think I could Google. That's the mentality. Um, But I try to explain to my children, that's not necessarily an educational or professional journal. That's just Google. It could be – I could have a blog that you're going to get, and I could just be anyone. I might not know – anything about the subject, but I decided to write about it. So you're not always getting a resource that you want to quote or that you want to use um, for for a paper or for uh, medical information. I had a meeting uh, 
yesterday with a local elected official. I won't mention this person's name, but we were talking something about, did you see such and such uh, that I asked, you know, did you see such and such has been in the news? And did you see what people are commenting on? And he said, well, you know, if everything on Facebook is true. And then he just looked me in the eye, and then he just started to laugh. And I said, it's yeah. It's like the old commercial with the uh, model. Uh, her boyfriend was a French model. It was something. Yeah. Well, it was online. It must be true. <laughs> it must be, yeah, that's, it yeah. must be true. Yeah, that was his joke. I mean, well, it's on. Somebody posted it on Facebook. It, it must be, be true. true. Um, talk about some of the things that are verified that people can access through not just the Carnegie Library of McKeesport, but probably wherever their, whatever their local library is to them. Yes, they're you all mentioned, connected. You were just mentioning to me that a lot of people who work on their own cars know what a Chilton manual is, and they're not inexpensive if you go to buy one for your car. You were just mentioning on the air that that's one of the things that is now online that you can access through the library. Yes. When you go to our catalog, there's a little link to e-library. Okay. Just renamed it, and it will say databases. When you go into there, you can look under subjects. You can look if you know exactly which one. Chilton Manual is in there. Mm-hmm. So you can go to um, that and look up. Chilton, or you can look at, well, I don't really know what I'm looking for. I know I want some good information about cars. You can probably figure it out, even if you didn't know the name of the database. So we have ebooks, we have e audiobooks. There's tabs that say books and entertainment for children, for health and wellness. So if you say you're diagnosed with a medical condition and you don't know much about it and you want and to you find out. And you could ask Dr. Google. You could ask Google, <laughs> but <laughs> and you, you may get not some, get the yeah. best resources. Yeah, yeah. So with your library card, that's all you need is your card to log into these databases. And these are very expensive databases. We do pa- not pay for, for those. I was going to say, pause for a second. The user... They're expensive to the libraries, but they're not expensive to the user. No, they're free for the user. Yeah, that's what I want to make sure people understand. that they're This not... is all paid for. We all pitch in. Yeah, these say. are donations, uh, grant money. There is some, probably not enough, and we can talk about this later on, about some, there's probably not enough government money, but there's some tax money that comes to the library. But the end user, me, is not paying anything to do this. No. All they have to do is sign up for a, for a library card. That's all they have to do. Okay. And they're free. Cook, cookbooks, repair manuals, hobby manuals. Everything. Uh, everything that you can think that you would possibly need, you can probably get from the library. I don't know if you saw recently the articles in the uh, Pittsburgh paper about uh, lending libraries that had odd objects. So uh, I forget which library. Whitehall. Whitehall loans uh, cake pans. Unusual okay. shaped cake pan. So if you want to have, say, a Hello Kitty party, but you really don't want to buy that cake pan because you're only doing this for your child once, you can probably borrow that from them. Um, there are all these services now. Uh, we're talking with Colleen Denny. She's the executive director of the Carnegie Library of McKeesport, mckeesportlibrary.org or 412-672-0625. There's all these services now that people share stuff. You can do Airbnb and you can share someone's apartment or someone's house. You can do Uber and Lyft. You can share their car. Andrew Carnegie and people who set up libraries 150 years ago had this idea. They already knew. <laughs> they already knew they that already knew. you could share this stuff, <laughs> that you didn't need to buy it, you could share it. And cake pans. I, some libraries, I think you were telling me once, loan tools. Yes. Actually, Millvale is a smaller um, library in the county. It They just opened a whole tool lending program. I think some lend toys as well. Does Carnegie toys. Library of McKeesport lend toys? We do not, but we have a lot of toys 
they're available. Okay, in the children's room. And you had their children's room up there redone five or six years ago, something like that. It's beautiful. It was actually longer. Was it that long? I'm old. And I'd like to redo it again. I mean, Uh, that's how I am old. Yes. Well, you know, it's an old building. (laughs) It's a very old building, and, and you're always wanting to change because... The library has changed. The library itself is a is a national historic landmark. We have, we're going to talk about the library building. We've been talking about the library services and the people who use it, and the people like you and Mary Rose Bendel who work there. Talk a little bit about the building, though, because I think sometimes people do come up there just to see the building and the kind of gorgeous hill that it sits on. The castle on the hill is what the kids used to call mm-hmm. it. it it's, it is absolutely gorgeous. I've had uh, two people scouting uh, for movie mm-hmm. um, Places to, places to shoot a movie, two people in the last month and a half looking. And, and they both said, this is such a beautiful was building. It built in 1902, is that correct? It's 130 years now. Yeah. Okay, okay, so a little bit older than it's I thought. It's really then. old. And you've, <laughs> add, you've added recently, or have you a parking additional parking lot? Or is you still working uh, on that? Oh, this is a great story. Please tell it. <laughs> That's why you're here. We had the, uh, the groundbreaking last year. And then what happened was we had uh, an opportunity to, re- to get more funds, so mm-hmm. our board worked on that. And um, Mr. Abreitis is our board president, and he received through the county, and I believe Senator Brewster had um, a lot to do with this, and we received another grant. So then the plans for the parking lot became bigger. Okay. But it was by the time that you go through the county um, process, sure. you have to get a contract from them. By the time all that happened, it was too late to start because yeah, the plants wintertime. closed. Yeah. The plants closed. Asphalt plant closes. Yes. So basically they had it out for a bid and um, the bid was opened and I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say who no. has it. I think I could, but I'm not eh, sure. It's, you don't have and to. They are beginning work, I guess, May 18th. May 18th. So if May people are 18th. up there, they will. So there, there was an old house that I think had to be torn down it first. It was donated. Okay. The family donated, and then um, it was torn down. And last year, we had the rough grading done. Yeah. The city helped us out with that. And now we're just waiting. In, in May 18th, I'm very, very excited. I think parking is such a huge issue there. We are very, very busy. I don't think mm-hmm. people realize how many people come to the You're library. open six days a week? We're now open seven. Are you open Sundays now, too? Yes. Colleen Denny is the executive director of the Carnegie Library of McKeesport. We will be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes here. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest for just a final few minutes is Colleen Denny. She's the executive director of the Carnegie Library of McKeesport. That's what we're talking about. Uh, 412-672-0625, library.org, and they have branches in Duquesne and in White Oak. So when we took the break, we were talking about uh, the marvelous building that you uh, work in up there uh, that dates to the early 20th century. We also have been talking about how technology has changed things. And I mentioned uh, at the beginning, sort of at a half hour, that I had just recently learned, and this I had to learn this from a friend of mine in St. Louis, Missouri, <laughs> who uses his local library system there in St. Louis to get new and classic movies. Yes. 
And I said, what is this service? And I don't remember what the service that they use in St. Louis is called, but you have a similar one that you can access through the Carnegie Library. What's the service here that people in Allegheny County can access? Well, when you get onto um, the site and you use your card, you just log into and you can use Hoopla. Hoopla is one of them. And with Hoopla, you can find movies, music, audiobooks, ebooks, comics, and TV shows that you can list, just watch on your computer, your tablet, or your phone. And it costs... Um, or your TV. Even. And you're not paying nine ninety five a month or whatever. Absolutely nothing. This is free, free through the library. All you need is an internet connection at home that's reasonably fast. Yes. That's it. And Libby is the, the other one that we use for um, ebooks. Uh, but that that's like overdrive, and it, it's recently... Um, been revamped and it has a little there's a new symbol so it's a girl with a book okay. but that is for the ebooks and let me just tell you the number and it's right on our um yeah right on our catalog it'll tell you how many ebooks were read in march throughout the county 104,341 ebooks were, were okay. read in the county okay so people are using these more and the audiobooks also, because you can listen in your car while you're driving. You can listen in your car, you can listen on the bus, 50, you can listen. 50,913. That's just the audiobooks through the, through the system, through the um, databases. We also have audiobooks that people check out. And some people still come in and check out audiobooks, but you don't have to. Okay, you're so, just, so on a, nice. on a, a CD or whatever, they can check yeah, out the audiobook. Yeah, okay. we have them in the library. But what we don't have, you can get online. And it's just I don't think a lot of people that even come in every day know all this. And I'm, I wanted to start doing a class. I'm going to actually put up a sign up. And I just have to find the time. We have a very busy month, very, very busy month. We have all kinds of events happening. Uh, we're doing um, – that's one thing I wanted to mention. Yes, We'd love to have as much help as we can. On May 4th, we're doing an earth cleanup day. Okay. And um, I, think, I think we're starting at 10 a.m. Anyone who's, who wants to help can – Come on down, and after we're done, this I think the city provides us pizza because they appreciate everybody. Well, you also have a very, and, and I want to talk a little bit more about the volunteers, the, the volunteer help that you can use at the three branches of the library. But y- you have a very enthusiastic group of residents up there, neighborhood, because they call that the library district, I think, or yes. library and educational district, or something up there. And you've got a very enthusiastic group of, of residents and neighbors up there who really are protective of your library. Very protective of the library. <laughs> um, recently, we had a flag problem. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, you, and you heard about it nonstop. Somebody stole the flag? No, the flag at last year, the wind oh, got yeah. tattered, but sure. it got stuck. Oh, no. And it was like really, really, really stuck up there. And um, it was a lot of money to have someone come. Steeple jacks are not inexpensive. It was, um, I don't know that I want to say how yeah. much, but it was a... V- an extremely a large yeah. amount of money, and they finally, the city thankfully uh, contributed that, and we had someone come and get it down. But we heard about that flag every day, and I thought <laughs> I am more like I wake up and I want to sing "God Bless America" almost every day. I'm not against the flag. We're just having a problem. Anyway, we finally got a flag, and then we did uh, have it down during the one windstorm oh, recently. Yeah. Sure. And then we didn't put it right back up because, uh, well, our, the person who was in charge of that was actually out sick. Yeah. He's still out sick. Yeah. And um, we just 
everybody gets busy. And no, someone reminded us, and we went, oh, yeah, I can get that. So I went out with two other people, and we hung the flag back up. But it, it's you, a big and deal. And did you people. sing God Bless America, and you saluted and everything? I did, but okay. I told them they weren't allowed to film it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, you, what is the time commitment? Because people, I think, sometimes want to volunteer. But you are busy. Mary Rose Bendel is busy. I'm sure the other people who work up there are very busy. And probably a lot of our listeners are busy. So if somebody says, gee, I want to volunteer, but I, I can't be there every day. I can't be there. That's okay. Okay. Tell us how how. Our, our actual volunteers need to have their clearances, first of all. So state police clearance, and that's free well, to them. there's three of them. Okay. I, I, for, I think that all three might be free for volunteers, yeah. but I'm um, not sure on that mm-hmm. because uh, most of our volunteers have been there for many, many years. But and you, we do you have, have a lot of children coming in and out of the library. We have a lot of children yeah. coming in and out. And, and it's very – that's a good thing. I wish we can get more. Actually, we just started an outreach um, with a grant from the Jefferson Foundation. Yeah. Um, they had the Around the Table South conversations last year, and I was part of that. I had a table, and, and we decided that the youth in our area needed um, more help. Mm-hmm. So we started a new group, and I, I started it with uh, some teenagers in the high school, and we named the group Yo for youth outreach. Awesome. Um, we are just we are just getting kicked off and we're hoping to have an event that we're gonna um, co sponsor with the student union group at the high school mm-hmm. and it's gonna be fun and kick it's gonna be a kickball tournament and cookout and it's just going to be a lot of fun, and we're hoping that that reaches more kids and gets them aware. And while we're, we're with them, we can make them aware of all the things that we offer that can help them. We have career link visits to the library yeah. once a week on Wednesdays now. I mean, no matter what you're looking for, if you're looking for study guides to take your SAT, you know, if you're planning to go to college, if you're planning to go to the military, you can look up all of those things in the library, and we will help you. Um, and it's important for kids to make the right choice for their careers. We do it for adults also. So, so what are these in these last minute or so that we have? What are the volunteer opportunities that, that people have? What, what kind of things can volunteers do? Uh, we always could use volunteers for our events. I mean, okay. We have events. Um, like we, we go to the International Village. Yeah. Every year we're there, all three days. Just to probably just show people where the bathroom is or where to park or who to talk to. So it's, exactly. it doesn't require any real special skills or training is what I'm trying to As get to. As a volunteer, no. We have some volunteers that work in our processing room, and they put the tape on the books. Yeah. They um, put the labels on for our cataloger. Uh, there's people that come in from outside agencies who um, were doing our shredding. We had some old old bank statements. You know, you know, you have to keep them for so many years. Yeah. The old things they were in there shredding the Monioc was in. Um, cleaning. Always could use help with that. I mean, it's a library. There's a lot of books, so there's a lot of opportunity for dust. <laughs> so, you know. And I, there's a lot of people I, in and out. Very yeah. many people yeah. in and out. I, I figured it out last year. It was an average of 14 people an hour. Okay. Just the hours that we were open yeah. and how many people we counted. And, yeah. that, and we may have missed Sure. A few people, they sneak in and sneak out, yeah. and you don't even realize right. they were there. So it's a lot of people. Um, if people want to volunteer, should they call the number? They should call the number, or they can come in and fill out an application for volunteers. And so then as give, we need people, we can let them know. Give us the number one more time. 
0625. And your address is 1507 Library Avenue? Yes. It's kind of hard to miss. If you go up Library and, Avenue, it's kind of hard to miss the library. And they can use that address to send any donations they would like to send. They can do that from um, online. Right now, we have a uh, broken air conditioning system that uh, is going to be unbearable this summer for everyone, not just staff, but for the patrons because it's an old building mm-hmm. and it gets hot very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I have a this was uh, near and dear to my heart. Before the parking lot is actually done, I'd like to have them put a uh, bike rack in. So we're asking on Facebook for collections for, for that. And right now I think we're at 150 out of 412. Okay. So any little – I mean, it can be $2. Yeah. We will be very appreciative. I want to have that bike rack for the kids and for the adults who ride their bikes to the library. So May 4th, the next sort of big community event at the library, that's the cleanup day? That's the cleanup day. It's to help clean up your neighborhood. And okay. And just kind of go around and – Picking up trash. And you're going to feed them lunch. And they're going to get lunch. All right. 412-672-0625 is the telephone number. Colleen Denny is the executive director of the Carnegie Library of McKeesport. They have branches at Heritage Hills Park in White Oak and at the Duquesne Education Center. Thank you so much for coming in this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and Tube City on Online.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.